Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Barag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Does it ever feel like the narrative is a little too on point? To be lumped in with any conspiracy theorists, though, seems a little too far-fetched. Today, however, Pastor J.D. reminds us of the little facts and actions that have led us to where we are presently, realizing that there's a lot of truth in these so-called conspiracies. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 18th, 2022. The scenario is set in three successive NSC meetings that take place over two weeks. The exercise was held at Andrews Air Force Base, Washington, D.C. The dark winter script, script, and other event materials are available through the conference web pages. Pictured here is a screenshot of their catastrophic contagion highlights real video on YouTube, which names this scenario with the acronym SEERS. SEERS is Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome 2025. What time is it now? Wait, Pastor, are you, I think you're reading too much into it. Fine whatever. I don't care. Let me just say this. They had event 201 in October of 2019. Uh, They have this in October of 2022. You tell me. You tell me. I'm all ears. I'm willing to listen. But I would venture to say that you'd be hard-pressed to make the case that, ah, this don't, you're, yeah, no. Okay. Nobody paid attention. In fact, nobody knew about event 201 until 2020. And all of a sudden it started coming out. Wait a minute. They simulated, in fact, very interesting. You go to their web page, very stingy with the videos. The Event 201 World Economic Forum website, they have all of the videos of the tabletop exercises. It's something like six hours. I watched most of it. Pray for me. (laughs) I mean, I watched most of it, and I tried to extract from it the key points, and I've shared them in updates over the last couple years. But everything they talked about in those tabletop exercise, event 201 now, we'll get back to this, event 201, things like we have to control misinformation. Wow. 
disinformation. There's going to be a lot of anti-vax opposition. And by the way, on that note, Vladimir Lenin is quoted as saying that the best way to control the opposition is to lead it yourself. So they're talking about everything that happened exactly as they had talked about it happening. Social media posts, censoring, misinformation, anti-vax, conspiracy theories. We've talked about that, right? Just real quick, do you know who coined that derogatory term? The CIA. Do you know why? They coined the term conspiracy theory because they wanted to cover up their conspiracy. What conspiracy? The assassination of one John F. Kennedy. Okay, you're looking at me sideways, so I better just bring it in for a landing here. See, they wanted us to be labeled, God, you're just one of those tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists. Well, wait a minute. I don't have a tinfoil hat. In fact, I don't even really have a hat. I probably should start wearing one, but (laughs) I don't even have a hat. I have a couple of crowns, I hope, that I'm going to cast before the Lord when I get there. But um, I am a conspiratist, or whatever the word is, because there is a conspiracy. It's not a theory. Because if you can wrap it up in that wrapping paper as a conspiracy theory, then you just throw it out, which is exactly what they want you to do. But the truth of the matter is, it is a conspiracy. What's a conspiracy? These are what I'll call conspirators conspiring together. It is a satanic conspiracy. These conspirators are demon-possessed at best. They're functioning as agents of Satan to carry out his demonic plan to destroy man. I mean, that's as simple as as I can make it. It is a conspiracy. Not a theory, it's a conspiracy fact. And I love what Isaiah says, don't be afraid of their conspiracies. Don't be afraid of them, fear me. So, okay, yeah. By the way, they're doing everything exactly as God told us they would be doing at the time of the end. Well, let me see if I can wrap this up. So it's important to understand that even before 2001, then fast forward to 2019, and now in 2022, all these quote-unquote fictional scenarios they're evil, wicked, scripted, pre-planned, scheduled events. This is what's coming. Well, pastor, aren't you concerned that when you go out on a limb, as they say, I mean, don't you think you're, you're kind of uh, taking a, a risk here? Listen, I would rather stand before the Lord having taken a risk than to stand before the Lord and have Him say to me, why didn't you take more risks? Was it self-preservation? You're trying to preserve your life, save your life, you're going to lose it. 
If you lose it, you got nothing to lose. You're going to save it. It's the paradox of paradoxes. This is why it is that, again, God's done a work in my heart. You know, sometimes we'll just get comments from I'm unsubscribing. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to follow you anymore. And it's kind of like they don't unsubscribe because then they, they post again and go, I'm going to unsubscribe. I'm like, okay, you're going to lose followers. Listen, I <laughs> don't follow me. We're followers of Jesus. And when did it ever become about the numbers? Oh, wow, do you see how many subscribers he has? Well, that's a whole nother topic for another time. I think of David when he numbered the troops. Deadly decision. Oh God, deliver us from numbers. So here's where I'm going and I'll bring it in for a landing. Event 201 in 2019 alone should indicate that this event in 2022, a couple of months ago in October, should be taken very seriously. And as a watchman, I have to sound the trumpet and warn you, lest your blood be on my hands. Here's the bottom line. As of late, I've been saying this, it seems like every week, and I hope you don't tire of me saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. This is it. We are at the end. This is how it will end. This is the way it will end. Now, on the receiving end of that, (laughs) there's going to be one of two responses. Either you're going to be excited or you're going to be terrified. If you're excited, let's talk about you and me first. Man, let it go. I mean, just don't hold back. Just, I mean, twirl if you want, in Jesus' name. (laughs) And don't let any Macal take that excitement from you. And don't let the enemy steal that joy from you. That's the joy of the Lord. Don't let the enemy kill your hope. That's the blessed hope. Don't let him destroy your faith. The righteous shall live by faith. So this is exciting. And (laughs) your uh, friends, and I don't think they should call them friends on social media. Friend requests. You're not my friend. In fact, it should be enemy requests, because have you seen what they posted? But friends say, I I think that you're kind of taking this thing too far. No, I'm not. I think you're, we we could have another 10, 20, 30 years. No, we're not. Oh, come on. How, How come you're so dogmatic? Are you kidding me right now? Look, okay, just real quick. Hear me out. Look at at what's happened in the last three years. Let's go back to 2019. Right? Three years. Fast forward three years from now. Enough said. Right? Okay. I feel better. I sure hope you do too. Let's talk about 
those who are not excited but terrified. That's a good thing, because I'd rather scare you into heaven than flatter you into hell. Well, you're scaring the H-E double toothpicks out of me. Praise the Lord. I've accomplished that which God has called me to do. This is terrifying. Good. It should drive you to your knees before Jesus. Now's the time. Why would you want to delay the most important decision of your life for eternal life? You see what's happening in the world. Everything God said would happen is happening. What are you waiting for? Christmas? Ah, yeah, it might be before, you never know. Okay, that, sorry. This is another reason why we will never cower or hold back. In fact, the Apostle Paul said, Woe unto me, a curse unto me, if I don't preach the gospel. And this is not an American gospel, or a patriotic gospel, or a Fox News gospel, or a Republican gospel. No, it's the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's the gospel. That's the only gospel. Good news. What is the gospel? Again, it's Jesus came, He was crucified, He was buried, He rose again on the third day, and He's coming back again one day. Good news. So what are the ABCs? Ah, just a simple childlike explanation of salvation. Not a formula. Don't make a formula out of it. It's just a tool that makes it easy to share the gospel with someone that God puts in your path. I mean, Christians are terrified. I mean, what if they reject me? Satan has done a number on you. Think about it. Does he want you sharing the gospel with them? So what's he going to do? Oh, he's going to put obstacles in your way, like, man, they're going to they're unfriend you. They're going to block you. They're going to talk stink about you. They're going to reject you. Hey, that, the onus is not on me. I'm broadcasting, I'm casting the seed of God's Word, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ, upon which soil the seed falls is not on me. That's on them. <laughs> I've done what I'm told to do. So what is the ABCs? Well, the A is for admit or acknowledge that you're a sinner. I mean, why would you be interested in any discussion of a Savior if you don't realize that you're a sinner? Well, I'm a good person. That's fine. You might be a very good person. Oh, they have a good heart. Actually, Jeremiah says, your heart is deceitfully wicked. But that's our Thursday night Jeremiah teaching. <laughs> you might be a good person, but you'll never be good enough. There's going to be a lot of good people in hell, and a lot of very wretched sinners in heaven. And I'll be at the front of that line, and you're not going to be too far behind me either. So, <laughs> Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. <laughs> All, not most, all have sinned. All means all, every single one of us. Everyone who was ever born was born a sinner, which is why we must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. 
We've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Actually, that's what the word sin means. It's an archery term. You miss the mark. You fall short. You sinned. We all fall short of God's perfect standard of righteousness. Now, what's the penalty? Romans 6.23, death, death penalty. The wages of sin is death. We just got done hearing that we've all sinned. So that means we've all been sentenced to death. Yeah, that's pretty bad news. Yes, it is. But the badder the bad news is, the gooder the good news will be. Please don't email me. I know that's not good English. The bad news is we're all sentenced to death. But the good news is that the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the good news. The B, very central, is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever, listen, would believe. That's it. Put your trust in Him. Believe in Him. Will not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart, that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. By the way, Christmas Eve, Lord willing, I want to expound on that. Why the detail of believing in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead? I just believe in Jesus. Why is it so important that we believe that He rose from the dead? You're going to have to come on Christmas Eve for that one. The C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, and that's the result of believing in your heart, isn't it? Acknowledging the Lord, you're going to express that by calling upon Him, confessing with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And then lastly, Romans 10, 13 says, all, there's that word again, who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Bear with me one second here. There might be somebody that is watching online right now, and you're not watching this by accident. This is God's providence for such a time as this. And today is the day of your salvation. Today is the day of your salvation. Call upon Him. Believe in Him. He's your only hope. He's your only way out. He's our only way out. He's our only hope. Today is the day of salvation. All right, today's But God testimony comes from Dottie, who writes, Dear Pastor J.D., I want to share our Christmas ABCs of salvation, but God testimony with you. Bev and I live in Floyd, a small town in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia. We both know Jesus is coming really, really soon. And I regularly give out what I call Jesus cards, always with the ABCs of salvation on the back. We decided to order two magnetic signs with the ABCs and enter the Christmas parade. When I called to sign up, the lady asked me who we represented. And I said, Jesus. 
Yeah, yeah. It gets better. <laughs> she then asked, what organization were we with? And I again said, Jesus. We are two little old ladies in our 70s who want to share Jesus. So that's what she called us, two ladies representing Jesus. <laughs> what? What? It gets better. While we were waiting in line for the parade to begin, Bev's car battery mysteriously went dead. And we had to scramble to find somebody to give us a jump. As we ran around, four different Christians came to our aid. The devil really tried to stop us, but God. We had made up 160 bags of candy with Jesus cards attached and threw them out to the kids along the way. It was unbelievable. So many adults waved and cheered us on, taking pictures of the signs. I might have never known about this fantastic way to get people to Jesus, had it not been for your prophecy updates, which Bev and I watch weekly. I live in an RV, so after the parade I put one sign on my propane tank for all to see, and Bev is going to drive around with the other one during Christmas, then put it in her yard. From Floyd, Virginia, thank you for all you do. Maranatha Dottie. Come on up. I love it when God does that. Go ahead and stand. We'll close. <laughs> thank you again for your patience. Father in heaven, thank you. <laughs> oh, what a day that will be. What a glorious day that will be. Lord, we can't wait. We long for you. We, we ache for you. We yearn for you to come. Come, Jesus, come. Come quickly. Lord, I just want to pray for anyone who is maybe discouraged that's here today or even watching online. I just pray that you'll encourage and strengthen their hearts, renew their hope, restore their joy. Please, Lord, strengthen their faith. We've been taking a beating <laughs> as your people, Lord in recent days. And Lord, you're aware of all of it. You see everything. And so Lord, I just pray that, especially for anyone that's just been beat up really hard because of their excitement and joy. Lord, I pray that you would just lift them up. Put a new song on their lips and a spring to their step. <laughs> oh Lord, we, we would love to be like David was. Unconcerned, unrestrained, unashamed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. We're so glad you joined us for this Prophecy Update on In Spirit and Truth. Do the things you hear about on this program cause you to feel unsettled? 
Perhaps there are too many things coming into play that make you stop and wonder if you're truly living in the end times. If that's the case, we hope that through these updates, you are reminded of God's faithfulness through His Word and that His promises will be fulfilled. This can be a benefit to you. Being around other believers can give you support regarding these things that are happening around you. If you're in the area and haven't found a church home yet, we invite you to come visit us and get to know the heart behind this ministry. You can join us for a time of worship at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bible study with Pastor J.D. If you'd like more information on joining us or for additional resources, go to jdfarag.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. There, you'll find a Calvary link that will take you to the church's website. While you're at our website, be sure to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. Another interesting point of reference is a tab that says ABCs. This is useful for anyone seeking and wanting to find out more about Jesus and His love for you as an individual. That's all available at our website. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for tuning in to spend this time with us. Join Pastor JD for another edition of In Spirit and Truth.